Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. When cancer care and even chemotherapy becomes necessary, you want answers to your many questions. Join us now for Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And you're going to meet a guest today on our program. Percy, this is a wonderful person who's dedicated to giving answers. Absolutely. We're going to talk about practical information and education that all patients and their caregivers desperately desire and need as they enter into a healthcare experience. And it's going to help us to really understand the power of knowledge and wisdom in entering into that process yeah, of care. Put, your, put yourself in the shoes of a cancer patient. You've got so many questions. You need to turn to somebody. And in many cases, you're so overwhelmed. You're concerned. In some cases, you're not even sure what you're concerned about and overwhelmed over. <laughs> this segment is going to help us to understand the value of a nurse educator, someone who's going to come by and educate you around your process, uh, the things that you can expect, the things that you can think about. And that would have to be a huge relief to anyone who who is about to enter into a medical process of any sort. Yes, because sometimes you don't even know the questions to ask. That's, that's how lost you are. You, you really are. And again, one of the things that I've heard from cancer patients routinely is that they're so overwhelmed with information, they don't know what to think about. They don't know what to ask. To have someone to kind of provide that succinctly to you and be there for you and to be invested in you personally enough to spend time with you to do that is a huge burden to be relieved. We're going to meet an education specialist who loves her job here today. We'll meet her in just a moment. But one of the distinctives of this program is to open the Word each week, and you have your Bible in front of you right now. Yes, sir. Our spiritual nugget for the day is found in Proverbs 13, verse 14, and it is so apt for this discussion. And it says, The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. And that's exactly what we're going to hear from today and about with regard to understanding and knowledge and wisdom that will help people potentially to avoid some of the more harsh elements and aspects and outcomes of treatment and care that they can be prepared for and to deal with more effectively. So I'm very glad you've joined us today. I know you'll find help here, some inspiration as well, some hope as well. Uh, for you and for friends and loved ones who may be going through uh, cancer treatment options. So stay with us for health, hope, and inspiration. And we have a website by that same name that can give you additional information as well. It's healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. 
Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. So glad to have you listening today to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. The complete list of radio stations where we're heard is found online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Remember, as we talk about these things, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Here now is Percy McRae with our guest. Well, with us today is Kendra Lawfer, who is a clinical services education specialist at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And uh, we're just so excited to have you with us today, Kendra. How are you? you? I'm doing good. Thank you. You work in the field of cancer and obviously education. So talk to me a little bit about what is a education specialist? What do education specialists do? And talk specifically about uh, how you incorporate, obviously, your background and training in, in that field. Okay, well, I have been an oncology nurse for 30 years, if you can believe. Only I've actually 30 worked, years. <laughs> that's right. Well, I've worked in the oncology field even longer than that. So I um, chose that right right out of high school. That's what I wanted to do, and I've stayed in the profession ever since. I worked at the bedside. I gave chemotherapy. And then about nine years ago, I transferred to the education role, which means I spend – about two-thirds of my time working with new nurses and making sure that they're equipped to be able to take care of our patients. That's one of my roles. And the other is that I get to spend time teaching patients, which is you know, probably going to be my favorite, that we get to sit with them one-on-one, which is a privilege mm-hmm. to sit there sure. and uh, listen to them and help teach them about their chemotherapy treatments and um, different uh, aspects of their care to help empower them. At what point do you actually enter the conversation and engage with cancer patients uh, with regard to their treatment and care in the clinical environment? After they've met with their oncologist and heard the treatment plan from their oncologist, they literally leave the office with a treatment plan in hand that says, here are the chemotherapy drugs I'm going to receive. And then the next step should be education where we sit down and talk about each individual drug and how they're going to handle the potential side effects. And simply just to unpackage all of that information that they receive with regard to prognosis and diagnosis and treatment. Right. So you really are a very important part of helping people to migrate into getting settled with their treatment and moving forward. Right. Why education? I know that there are other practical elements of nursing. Why education? What is the passion that drives you around wanting to educate patients and caregivers about treatment and care, and in this particular context, cancer? That's pretty easy because working at the bedside as long as I did, I saw many times, you know, if we had to admit a patient, I'd be thinking to myself, how much we could have prevented some of this by better education, by spending time with the patient saying, you know, we can help you um, have a plan in place so that we can catch those things before they become a problem. The audience that we're speaking to oftentimes has asked me about what type of preventative things should we know and understand. Let's talk about prevention from the perspective of cancer. Uh, 
Let's uh, share, if you will, some things that people should be mindful of that they can do proactively that may offset the possibility of other things later on down the line or at least reduce them. Let's talk about prevention. Sure. I I think a lot of it is getting in a good relationship. Uh, Finding a good primary care physician is going to be one of your first steps. A lot of people feel they don't need one, and I think it's essential. Finding a good primary care physician at home where you can go for those annual wellness checkups. A lot of people only show up when they have a problem. Mm. And it's so good to go in saying, I'm just here for my annual checkup. Get a physician who knows you. And then when a problem comes... It's someone who already knows your background and then go, wow, this is a change for you. We need to intervene. So I think that's important, finding a good primary care, following up with annual wellness checkups, because that primary care physician will know your age and your gender and will know what kind of uh, screening is you need. To and, be, and just be familiar with right. you in general. Right. I think that's one of the best um, things that you can do. Plus, you know, there's the general health guidelines that I think we all know deep down. Do you know the things they teach us about heart health, you know, diet and exercise, guess what? They're effective in cancer prevention as well. So just our general health guidelines of avoiding tobacco, avoiding smoking, um, exercising 30 minutes a day, five times a week. And and that's just moderate activity. That's not going to the gym. That's just staying busy a minimum of 30 minutes a day and and trying to increase fruits and vegetables and just simple things like that go a long way. And of course, you know, several things that you've mentioned within the context of those very simple preventative things really speak to the idea of integration, integrative medicine, integrative schools of thoughts, nutrition, exercise, uh, being balanced in your personal life, mind-body medicine. So when we talk about that, um, let's talk a little bit specifically about some of the things that you're educating patients when you have the opportunity to see them. They're, they're, they're in your care. They've, they've been diagnosed. Uh, what are some of the things that then you're educating them on with regard to their care plan, to their treatment plan? Let's talk about a, a typical day of conversation and education to patients. I, I think one of my favorite patient uh, situations to be in is that patient who's getting chemotherapy for the very first time. Okay, I'll see them along the continuum of care where maybe we're changing treatment and we're just teaching about a new drug. But that patient that is their very first encounter with chemotherapy, they come in with so much fear. <laughs> um, the Cancer unknown, is a scary thing. Just the C word. And it makes them so fearful. But now we're getting ready to sit down in a chair and get this treatment that's unknown to them and a mystery. So I feel like my job is to take the mystery out. And as much as I can take the fear out by telling them what it's going to be like, you're going to sit in the chair, you know, there's going to be a TV, we're going to, um, you're going to be able to visit with your family. So I try to just take some of the fear and mystery out. And then um, I spend a lot of time listening. Tell me about you. What? What is your family like? Um, are you raising children? That's a real challenge. Okay. We have people going through chemotherapy treatments with little children at home. You know, um, are you are you trying to work? Uh, what are your hobbies? I like to know all that up front, and then so I, you're basically assessing who you're talking to and what the dynamics are. Right, okay. right, because that makes a big difference on what we're going to teach about. Uh, for example, if I have a patient in my office and her profession is she's a kindergarten teacher, and one of the, the side effects of chemotherapy is that it impacts immune system. So we talk about how that might impact their profession, their day in and day out practice. It's not my job to tell someone, oh, you can't work. But if that's their goal, then what could we 
set in place. They have that conversation with their doctor about whether they can work during treatment. And then we, we put a plan in place on how to make that as safe as possible, how to make them have as much energy as possible with their family, with um, their goals currently. So nurse education in this context is really, and I don't think that many people think or have thought of, you know, they see their their oncologists, they see their floor nurse, but I don't think that they think about education about the entire experience. You really are an important element to the psychological, emotional, and obviously practical uh, elements of what is going to happen to them. The, I like that you said that's what I like about the practical part of it. You know, I could just sit down and say, here are your side effects, here's what you do, but I like to take it into. Um, their day in and day out life and things like um, practical things like uh, how much hydration when we say drink a lot of water when you're on chemo what okay. does that mean right. and I give them an example and I show them this is how much I want you to drink every hour while you're awake and then I want to make sure you get up and are active that you're walking around that you're trying to eat something every few hours if you leave the house you have your nausea meds with you and not at home right, <laughs> you know, right. just things like that so you, you're really developing a relationship with, with the people that you see uh, you're getting to know them uh, I would imagine that they're trusting you so you're, you're really helping them navigate some of the elements and experiences of what will take place as a cancer patient right that, that's what I do what are some of the specific things if we can to give the audience an idea of what you educate them about about chemotherapy you mentioned that a couple of times give us a couple of highlighted points of educational insight that people should understand and be aware who may even be listening who are undertaking chemotherapy but may not have had the opportunity to have good education about chemotherapy for whatever reason well that 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 certainly can happen you know that where people feel like or they were taught and now they were so overwhelmed at the time they were taught they forgot they didn't remember yeah it happens often sure i think most patients i'll I'll ask them what do you think is going to happen to you what are you most afraid of And they'll say, I'm going to lose my hair and I'm going to throw up. (laughs) That's what most patients say. So I like to switch the conversation to um, the fact that it's going to impact their immune system. That's the thing we're most concerned about, their risk for, for infection. Okay. So specifically, I want to spend time with them on knowing what early signs of infection are and, and the fever of 100.4 or greater, day or night. If you're on chemotherapy, you call. That is one of our... Uh, biggest interventions. Mm. You mentioned the two biggies, and I've heard many people talk about it, is losing their hair and, and, and throwing up very, very quickly. Why does chemotherapy cause people to lose their hair? Okay. Well, it has impact on normal cells um, that are constantly trying to reproduce, and the hair follicle is one of those that can be damaged. Our skin cells, our GI cells, our bones, our blood cells are commonly impacted by the chemotherapy. Would the same be true about the GI tract with regard to regurgitation and being able to maintain your food? Exactly. So again, these are just very practical things, two of many things that you're educating individuals on about chemotherapy and care from a cancer care perspective. Sounds like you're a really busy lady. (laughs) I think so. And you look like and you sound like you're very pleased and rewarded with the work that you do. Oh, I love it. I do love it. Well, we are grateful that you are in the field of nursing, that you are educating God's people, and that you are there at the bedside creating those wonderful relationships. We continue to pray wonderful blessings and success on your career. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. All right. Be well. All right. Thanks. 
Our thanks to Kendra Loffer for joining us today on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. When we come back from our break, we'll talk more with Percy McCray, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Stay with us. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Again, welcome to our program this week. We're called Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae. And Percy, each week we delve into a different topic, all connected with cancer care and treatment. And it was so helpful to talk with Kendra today about how dedicated she is to giving information to patients. Well, of course, what we know and what the adage that we've used in our culture is that knowledge is power. And, of course, the Word of God tells us that my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Well, in the case of the work of Kendra, she's an education nurse specialist, and she's dedicated and passionate about providing good education and information to the patients that she serves within the context of their treatment. And so it was inspiring to hear someone so, inspired about providing information. Absolutely, yeah. I take great comfort in the fact there are people like Kendra in the world with answers. We, we need those answers. We do, and, and, and patients need them. Again, they're overwhelmed with a lot of things. They have a lot of thoughts running and swirling through their head. And so to have that type of uh, service in place to provide comfort and insight really would have to do a lot to decrease anxiety and to help bring people into a state and a stage of calmness so that they can begin to focus on doing the things that they need to do, which is to work through their treatment process. And having knowledge and information and education would be crucial to that. I like the fact that she's so proactive about it, too. You know, she's she's there. She's available. Well, and again, I think it's an important distinction to make that at what point in time are people most nervous and anxious is at the point of before they start their process of treatment to have that in place to begin to uh, dismantle and unpackage certain aspects and elements of what will happen in their process or potentially what could happen would have to be so reassuring. So this was an exciting set of information to hear from Kendra. Well, she talked about how important it is to have the information prior to starting any treatment program, including chemotherapy. She did. She talked a lot about how she spends time and and enjoys quite a bit 
of the education around chemotherapy, but prior to getting started. And again, I can attest to the fact of watching people when they first begin, when they first enter into the infusion area, they are extremely nervous. They're concerned. They're not really sure what will or will not happen to them. And to have that in place, again, helps to just set the atmosphere and and set the tone for what will take place. Uh, I thought it was interesting when I asked Kendra, why did she choose education? Because there are so many different aspects and fields of nursing that one can go into. And she said, because Previously, when she was a bedside nurse, uh, she felt that in many cases serving patients, uh, she noticed that if they just had more education about their process, about their treatment prior to entering into the treatment plan, that they may in many cases have done so much better, if nothing else, uh, mentally and emotionally. Yeah, sets their mind at ease. Yeah, and we know that you know each case is different, each scenario is unique, and everybody responds very differently to their situation. But again, proactively thinking that education Education could make that big of a difference potentially of how at least one would handle and react to their treatment and care, I think is essential to understand. Yeah. And of course, you could pick it up in the tone of her voice, just her care for her for her patients. Well, again, she said that she loves and she says she enjoys providing practical education. I'm going to repeat that. She <laughs> loves providing practical education. And again, when I hear the word practical, very grassroots, simple things that people need to hear, discuss and talk about and how she enjoys and loves doing that. I found her to be just a, a, a breath of fresh air, quite frankly. Yeah. One point that she made that I picked up on right away was the fact that she really urged uh, patients to get involved with a primary care doctor. She said that was very important. Well, we talked about prevention. And again, of course, when you have the cancer conversation, prevention always bubbles up to the surface because ultimately people would love to know what could I do to prevent cancer. And we're still uh, wrestling with that uh, from a healthcare community perspective, but what she did say that made sense was number one, find a good primary care doctor. And it is interesting, Wayne, how many people do not have really? a good primary is doctor. That right? Yeah, they they wait till the last minute or to an emergency situation occur, and then they go see a doctor, but they don't have a relationship with a doctor who understands their history, their age, and all of the different things that are unique to them along the way. And that hampers the ability for people to really, I think at least potentially have better health care management. Yes. You used the word relationship just now, and I'm so impressed that with all the professionals we talk to on this program, they have that common denominator. They, they like to build a relationship with the person they're treating. Well, I think it speaks to, quite frankly, obviously a culture that encourages that, and then uh, being able to earmark unique personalities that is suitable with, with technical skills to be able to execute that. Uh, there are people who know what they do very well, and they are very uh, have a, a high degree of acumen, but do they possess a personality to want to engage mm-hmm. and, and really connect on that level? You're right. Everyone that we speak to uh, seems to have a unique dynamic and distinction of really enjoying connecting and creating relationship. That's got to make a difference. Well, I would think ultimately because we're social creatures, God has wired us as such uh, to engage and to to feed off engagement uh, in the environment of cancer and under the circumstances of cancer care. People need to be connected and be viewed as humans, and they want relationship with individuals that will help them to feel good about their experience. And of course, as we talk about spiritual support on this program, it's available only when and if it's desired by the patient. You can't really 
make people want to have spiritual support if they don't really desire to have spiritual support. It won't work. It won't be effective at the end of the day. And so uh, I'm reminded that, quite frankly, uh, we should never impose our faith upon anyone. We should just simply be willing to expose our faith when when available and, and opportunistic. All right. Share the scripture with us one more time. That's our nugget this week. Well, we've been talking about education and teaching. And so our scripture, our spiritual nugget, Proverbs 13 and 14, basically tells us the teaching of the wise. Again, I view people like Kendra and others in that position that they have an element of wisdom and insight and education. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life. What are cancer patients looking for? They're looking for the possibility of life and how to energize their life, turning a person from the snares of death. Again, we can't guarantee that people won't die. That's not what we're saying happens when you're educated, but it certainly does help to prepare and equip you potentially to work through the negative circumstances and scenarios of the, of receiving cancer and care. So again, uh, the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. Percy McRae, thank you for all you're doing to help all of us here through this program. It's a blessing. And again, let's continue to be hopeful and inspired. HealthHopeAndInspiration.com is our website. HealthHopeAndInspiration.com. And if you'd like to know more about cancer treatment options available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, call our toll-free number. Mention radio when you call 855-929-HOPE, 855-929-4673. And thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits.